0: Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey again, it's Ryan. And this is Lucas. And today uh, on Vacation Rental Insiders, we are going to talk about a a bit of a management conversation Uh, for those of you that are taking the property manager route, like my boy Lucas over here. um, So you're not an owner, you're not doing arbitration, but you are a manager. So you're working for a percentage. You are taking on the role of managing the listing, doing all the communication, everything. Right, Lucas? That's what you do, right?
1: Yeah. So we're handling pricing changes. We're handling setting up the listing, getting everything going. Um, and then just, you know, managing it from there on out. Any, any guest complaints? And in, in most of my cases, the owner wants to be completely hands off. Very few of them want to do anything. They want to receive a check and they don't want you. They don't want you to call them unless you have a problem. So oftentimes Which is the my point owners, of a manager, <laughs> correct? Oftentimes right. my owners make the, the funny comment that I only call them when I have a problem. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> I don't call
0: you when the rent's on time and everything else, you know what I mean? In my in my years of property management, I'll go I'll go with these gaps with some owners where there isn't even conversations about the properties for like 12 months. And then it's like, you know, hey, the water heater's acting up and it's like, ah, man, it seems like there's always problems. No, it's just there's only problems when we talk. You yeah
1: because <laughs> that's the only reason to talk and and it's only i only talk to them if it's like a big problem if it's a little problem i can solve you know no issues but my contract yeah. states anything over 200 i need i need to speak to them so right
0: exactly which should be built into all your contracts folks um and we we actually should have a uh, we've touched on this like multiple times we should have an episode about just strictly the contract for managers you know what i mean um yeah. and then if there is uh if there's folks out there that, that need a little help with that, we are a resource for that. We're not going to give you our contract per se because every state is different. Every municipality is different, but we can we can, we can give you, uh, you know, a checklist. You know what I mean? If you if you guys have a need for something like that, let us know and we'll try and help where we can. We're not lawyers. We're not going to do a legal review. Um, that's what your lawyers for, but um, we can help in that respect. But, uh, you know, this is the same thing with, with the Facebook groups. You get these folks that are considering being a host. And they come on there and they they comment in the mastermind group. I was going to be a host, but man, after reading all the things here, I'm going back to long-term rental. Forget this. This sounds terrible. Well, listen, you know, Joe, property owner, doesn't know what you're talking about, doesn't want to take any risk. Uh, you're You're only hearing the problems in the groups. For every problem listed on those Facebook mastermind groups, there's 150 stays for that same host that had no issues at all. Okay. And, and quite frankly, uh, I don't know about you, Lucas, but um, I've posted very little in there. I comment all the time. I post very little. I know you've only posted a handful of times as well. My point is if some of my problems that I've run into with Airbnb guests are not worthy of making a post. They're just, they're just boring. They're like, I'm annoyed because someone did X, Y, Z. Right? Like, I'm not gonna post that. It's dumb. It's like I look like an idiot. I look petty. There's not gonna yeah. be any comments about. It. There's not a. There's no tangible conversation to be had from that. So I don't even say anything. Okay. So these folks that get all scared. Oh, I don't want. I don't want to do this at all. Yeah, you're only. You're only seeing the absolute Hall of Fame worst problems. You know, they're not gonna happen to you. I'm sorry. And besides that, don't be dumb. All the comments are ways to mitigate the problem and make it not happen again. So you're actually getting all this gold information about how not to have issues. And that's the whole point of listening to this freaking podcast. Hello, if you listen to all our episodes and you actually implement what we tell you in this podcast, you are most likely going to be ahead of the game. And for those of you, like, like my friend Mackenzie, who, who hit me up and I had lunch with her and her boyfriend um, and we went over her pre-launch, I guarantee you Mackenzie opened up and went flying lion without issues. She actually did everything I said. She's an advice taker, be an advice taker, be like Mackenzie. You understand folks? <laughs> be Mackenzie. She's a listener. She's coachable. Okay. That's my point. So, so on that aspect, we're, we're, we're a little bit off topic, but we do that all the time. Don't care. Nonetheless, it's all nuggets. It's all information. It's all good. It's all content. Um, back to the subject matter, these managers that uh, only hear from us, or these owners, I should say, that only hear from us as managers, and there's negativity. That's the point. They don't want to deal with all the, the rigmarole. And you're not going to, if we're using a scale of one to 10, right? And say, you know, you're talking about the $200 barrier. That's, that's a great example. Let's say, let's say a $200 problem qualifies as a five or less on a scale of one to 10. Okay. A 10 being The idiot drunk who sits in the garden tub in one of your units on the 12th floor and wrecks uh, the floor, uh, overflows the tub and wrecks the apartment below you as well. The condo below you. That's a 10. You got to call the owner, man. You know, so your owner is not going to hear from you for those five and belows. Okay, like like a sensor went out in your water heater. They don't get a call. You know what's going on because you've diagnosed the 16 times. You know why the AC is acting up because the condenser is not running or the condenser line is plugged. You know these things now. You don't even call them. So the point of our whole episode is the owner who then wants to be involved. And we get that question from listeners, don't we? Uh, Owner wants to be involved wants to co-host. So the actual episode topic here is owners who want to co-host with us. Um, Here's the short answer. Absolutely not. No, I'm gonna let you run with this because you are the manager side. So take it from there, dude.
1: Yeah. So I've recently had. It's funny because we received a message in the Instagram today, and, and it was an owner kind of asking how to approach this. He, he. I've gathered that he's hired a management company, but he wants really control over, or are they? I don't know if it's he or she. So we'll say they. Uh, they want control over their pricing and making description changes and, you know, they want to reserve dates on the back end for when they're going to come use it. And that's just not, you know, I I, I had this problem two weeks ago with a property and an, and an owner who wanted to co-host and, and I'm you with a co-host you can give uh you can't give them free reign over an entire account. You can limit their ability to look at one listing, but even then they go in and make changes. They don't, up, they don't tell the manager they made changes to the listing. So maybe they say they're advertising something now that the manager doesn't agree with, or maybe they've changed the listing to, we just talked about this in a prior episode, maybe they've, they've taken out those uh, words that were honest about the listing and maybe they've changed the description now to be more deceitful um In the way it's approached, you know, maybe they're not going to talk about that seaweed and just going to talk about how great the view is, but they didn't tell the manager they changed that part of the description. So then the manager has somebody come stay and they don't realize that a description has been changed or a price has been changed. If you're an owner and you want those, you're going to hire a management company and you want those changes, you come talk to us. That's what you're hiring us for. I'm not giving any owner access to my Airbnb account ever. Never going to happen. Um, the problem, and no- problem
0: one with co-hosting is continuity. In marketing, all right. That's yes. problem one you just identified. Resolution: They don't touch it.
1: <laughs> Correct. If you if if I have an owner that sees something in their description, they say, "Hey, Lucas, I'd like this to be explained a little bit better." I'm like, "Cool." You know, I work with them on it right there, and then I go update whatever whatever update we we have agreed on or they want. I go make um, as long as I'm in agreement with it because it's my marketing. It's my uh, it's my brand image that 's on the line when people are booking one of the properties that are listed under my account um mm-hmm. pricing I handle all pricing, um but when I sit down with each owner before they are onboarded, i say hey here 's a minimum here's a maximum in the event that we need to go below the minimum, you know we'll have that conversation at the time. you know if we're completely dead and there's no bookings on the horizons come someday in in the fall, typically. Um, I'll say, Hey, are you comfortable dropping the price to this? And we'll have that conversation at the time. And then lastly, in regards to this particular person's message, if, if you want to reserve dates, one, we share a calendar together, so you don't need to go, you know, block off your calendar without telling me, I'll just, you just say, Hey, Lucas, I want to block these dates and I go block them for you. And now they're blocked for you. Like, that's how easy that was resolved. Um, so if you're a owner listening to this and you have a management company, you know, working for you and you, you aren't going to get access to that, for that side, that's what you hired them for. If you want that control, you should do self-management. Right. Um, that's yeah. what I, that's what I told this person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and it's been a recurring thing for me. I've been at this management thing long before Airbnb was even a company. Um, and I was even involved as, as a listing, as a superhost. Um Whenever an owner would come on board and i would I would start working with them, if they became i guess the right term would be micromanager right so let's say they became a micromanaging person and they were all over what I was doing, and they wanted to know this and that and the other thing you gotta you gotta leave me alone i'm not I'm not going to let you come in and constantly harass me how I'm operating this business because I'm the one with the experience. You're not. And it's,
1: exa- it's exactly what it would turn into if you allowed you know, an owner to be a co-host. I hate to say this and I don't I, and it's not hopefully it's not offensive to any owner out there, but that's exactly what it would become as a mm-hmm. micromanagement fest of yes. You didn't respond to my guest in five minutes. You didn't yeah, respond I to my guests in 10 don't minutes. Don't don't supervise
0: me. I got this, you know? And you know, my 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 girlfriend is my co-host now on some of my listings on my properties. And I don't harass her about how quickly she responds to people, and she doesn't get after me. If we happen to be sitting next to each other, and a message comes in, and I think you know, and this is a whole tangent, I'm not going to get on it. Sometimes I go, I'm not going to respond to that right now. I'm going to wait, and I always have my reason. I'm not going to get into that subject matter right now. I just say to her, hey. That person, that question, they need about an hour and a half, two hours. We're not going to reply to that right now. The reasons for that are infinite. There's a bunch of times that happens. Um, and that's the, that's the extent of my micromanaging her, so to speak. And then there are questions that come in where she knows darn well. She doesn't know the answer. We both know when I know the answer and she doesn't. I've been at this for years. She's new to it. She just doesn't answer. And if by the time we both end up back home in the evening and she's like, Hey, you didn't answer that person. I'll be like, yeah, I was still thinking about how to answer that, but yeah, I'll get it right now. You know, it's that kind of communication. That's the only time co-hosting is like appropriate. If it's an actual owner, they're a pest, dude, a pest, absolute pest. (laughs) And when I was, (laughs) when I was new to the management sphere about 15 years ago um, and I started taking on, so My first couple of people in my portfolio, those of you that listen really well, you know there was a guy by the name of Tom on here a couple episodes back. Great episode. If you skipped over it because you said, oh, I'm not in rental arbitration, go back, listen to Tom. Tom and I have known each other for many years. Okay. Um, Roughly half my lifetime, I've known Tom. So obviously, Tom's one of the owners that trusted me right away because we've got a relationship outside of property management. Um, Owners like Tom, Stay out of my freaking way. But back when I first got in the business and guys like Tom became my portfolio building friends, right? And then they would refer me to someone else who needed management, say it's somebody they work with or somebody they know from a social club or whatever whatever sorts. Um, These owners would then kick me other owners that they knew. And I'll be honest with you. I have, and this is a true stat, I have fired more owners than I have work for. I get a month or two months into it. I'm not even done getting the house ready for rent. I'm not even done putting marketing up and they're all over my ass. And I'm like, back off. This isn't going to work. And I, there's a couple of reasons that's happened. Number one, I've talked about this with you privately, Lucas. So I'm just going to say it in public. Cheap owners are the friggin' worst. If something is broken and you are asking me to glue it or duct tape it back together instead of repairing it, I'm not doing business with you. I'm out of here. I'm not a slumlord. I don't band-aid problems. I fix problems. Okay. I'm a general contractor by trade now. All right. So obviously I default to how do we fix this right? How do we fix it permanently? Some of the owners have a problem with that. Too bad. We're not going to work together. If if you're not going to fix things the right way, I don't want to do business with you. And that's part of that co-hosting problem where they don't let you make that decision, right? They get involved. Well, how cheap can we do it? How cheap? Well, how much is going to cost? If that's the first question, don't work for that person. Period. Okay, that's a terrible, terrible uh, mindset to constantly work in. Um, and, and don't, don't, don't load my comments with, oh, well, you got to watch the bottom line, right? I know that. I'm talking about being uber cheap. I could get. I could have a whole episode about one of Lucas's showers in one of his condos that I know darn well needs a sledgehammer. And they keep making him. I'm not sorry. Sorry, Lucas. I apologize. <laughs> throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. There's somebody that I... Lucas works for that is using way too much silicone. I'm just saying. But anyway,
1: <laughs> sorry. I hope that don't. We've here. We've both been going at that. I've been going at that particular owner for quite some time
0: <laughs> yes so now 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 if lucas is being honest he's heard me tell him certain owners need to be fired and he has done so uh get rid of that person they suck um but yeah cheap owners micromanaging owners you know, just get off my back i have a job to do you don't know how to do my job and and then you know man listen guys if you start managing a property where the owner is like one month from defaulting on their mortgage because they don't have enough money in the bank to pay their mortgage while you get the property set up, You you need to steer clear. You are not their source of mortgage payment. And if you are, get away from them immediately. I will never forget this gal that I took on. I mean, I put in a ton of effort getting her house ready. She lived way on the other side of the city and I was making sure that her old property, she couldn't sell because she was upside down. Um, I was getting it ready. I got it ready. I found tenants. I had, I had good revenue coming in. Um, we literally got one month in. One check came. And this is a long-term status. This was not Airbnb. One check came in on the first of the month. And of course, you know, they never hit my mailbox by the first. It hit my mailbox by like the fourth. So then I, I run the check over to my bank like normal. This is normal procedure. And then I mail her a check minus my fee by the time i give her the check it's it's probably the 8th 9th 10th whatever this is normal guys this is how it works this woman started with these emails about how this won't work the mortgage is due on the 1st if the rent's not going to come till the 10th she's going to have to figure out some other i'm like are you kidding me right now this is next month's mortgage dummy this is not this month's mortgage I'm giving you next month's mortgage when I hand you this check and it really shouldn't be the mortgage at all because if you own rental property and you can't afford it with a little hiccup, you're in the wrong business. So that was the end of her and I, I was not going to deal with that crap. No way was I going to be harassed for how we could like, what am I supposed to do? Prepay her with my money so that she's good. No, that's not my job. You know what I mean? so steer clear of those owners don't co-host with owners they don't have any business in your business and leave it at that so there we go you got anything to add buddy nope that's it all right guys good one uh let's put this one uh let's wrap it up so you guys know what to do like and subscribe if you haven't by now 90 episodes in what's wrong with you Jeez. just kidding uh in the meantime be the best host you can be and go get that money guys go
1: get that money